Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. But getting therapy has its own problems, too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and, of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hello, dear listeners, and welcome to another episode of Everyone is Hot, the podcast that talks about your favorite stealth sex symbols, and normally the film that turned you on to them, but we're shaking it up a little bit this week, and we are doing our inaugural TV episode. We are so excited. I'm Shelly Brooks, and I am flying solo this week. Michael is not here right now. Michael is very sad to be missing our first TV episode. But, you know, we'll fill them in when they get back. Uh, but in the meantime, <laughs> we've got an amazing guest this week. I am so excited to have this guest on. I'm a big fan of her podcast. I'm a big fan of her Twitter. <laughs> we've got comedian, actor, writer, and host of the podcast, TV I Say, Ashley Ray. I'm so happy to be here. Like, I, you know, it, it takes someone like me who it's all about TV to get you to talk about TV. So I'm really honored. Oh, yes, exactly. You know, when I first reached out to you, like, you know, I sent the the normal invite that includes film. And when you wrote back with TV ideas, I was like, duh, I can't ask Miss TV, I say herself to not yeah. talk about TV. And I yeah, also all my stealth, like sexy crushes are TV people. That's like where I I developed that. So yeah. yeah, especially now. I mean, this is where the the stealth, stealth sexies live. They live oh, on the yeah. TV. Yeah, you know, everybody's doing their stealth little sexy TV moment because they know <laughs> we're watching now. Now they know. So oh, exactly. We are streaming, baby. We are binging. So you have a really fun choice this week. I was so excited to see this one. Yeah, Ashley, who is your stealth sex symbol, and what are we going to be talking about them in? So my stealth sex symbol is John Reynolds. Yes. who uh, we're going to talk about him being in uh, season two, episode two, his debut in Yellow Jackets. Uh, he's in the entire season, but this is the first moment we kind of see him get an idea of who he is. Uh, and why John Reynolds? <laughs> see, I'm from the Midwest. 
I, that's where I was raised. There is, and he also is from the Midwest, not too far from where I grew up, but there's like this wholesome, wonderful, delicious, like Midwest hotness that I think is so overlooked, underappreciated. And John Reynolds, I mean, he's been bringing it to us since Search Party, but in this role, in this role as (laughs) the Officer Ben... (laughs) I believe it is. In Great name. Role, I love it. Like he brings it all together. Like, you know, before it was the wholesome youth of Midwest mm. sexiness. And now he has formed that into just like an adult, you know, grown scumbag fuckboy man. And he nailed it. It's it reminds me of like my dating past. He just like really gets that Midwest hotness down in this role. And I, I want to put some respect on it. I love it. And I love the transition immediately from he's a scumbag. It reminds me of my dating past. Yeah. That is, <laughs> do, it's, uh, it's just like that. There's something about it. Just like a wholesome, tall Midwest boy who you're like, oh, you're corn fed. And someone <laughs> gave you so much milk. And, you know, they think they're so great, but they kind of mm-hmm. smell like mustard and they don't shower enough. And they wear the same denim jacket for way too long to the point where- That denim has never been washed. (laughs) Never been washed. And you know it by its smell. You're like, oh yeah, that's so-and-so because it's, yeah, you know, and, and baby, when you're 23, go for it. Go for it. Nothing better. Nothing better. Well, if people don't know the show Yellow Jackets, we like to give a little bit of a synopsis just to get people grounded. So the show Yellow Jackets- A wildly talented high school girls soccer team becomes the unlucky survivors of a plane crash deep in the Canadian wilderness. That's my, yeah, my trailer voice. That was very like movie phone (laughs) voice. Very like, yeah. Oh, I like, I really felt the pressure because Michael does a great like Mr. Movie phone voice. It's yeah, I'm not quite there. I was like, I would watch this and I've already watched it. Like (laughs) I'm going to put it on again. You might be wondering uh, what, a like team of soccer girls surviving a plane crash has to do with a cop character named Ben. It, there's flashbacks, flash forwards. It's very yes. complicated, but essentially in the future timeline, uh, there's murder mayhem and mysteries. And so the cops get involved. I don't want to give away too much, uh, but John Reynolds plays one of the cops who gets involved. When we first meet him in episode two, though, it's a little unclear if he's a cop like we know of his partner but you Mm -hmm. like don't connect the dots right away uh and he's just like sitting at a bar in the middle of the day drinking (sighs) and doing shots and then he like offers shot and and of course he is of (laughs) course course it's truly like 2 p.m and he's like fireball and i'm like okay let's call like yes sir i know you (laughs) you are not my like senior year of college boyfriend like can we please the the, it's too much method acting Uh, (laughs) oh my gosh well we've got to hear more about this senior year of college boyfriend but before we do that before we get into the main discussion we like to get a little warm and a little slick. And we do that with the sexy trivia game. Oops, the music turned off. Here we go. Putting it back on. There we go. The buttons are being finicky today. And we're back, baby, to the sexy trivia game. Now, 
Ashley, would you like to start us off with letter A? Yeah. The pilot was filmed in November 2019 due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Mm. Filming for the rest of season one was delayed to 2021 mm. when it was shot from May to October. Ugh, shooting schedules get me so hot. <sighs> I'll give us number B. Christina Ricci, who plays Misty, suggested that her character have a bird because she felt weird people have birds. Mm, Isn't that, that right? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Ashley, would you like to finish us off with number C? Oh, I think I can get us there. While Karen Kusama directed the original pilot, the reshoots and additional scenes filmed for the final version of the episode were directed by Jamie Travis. Oh, Jamie. Thanks for finishing us. (laughs) (laughs) And that is the sexy trivia game. I love that uh, she directed the pilot because, I mean, she rules. Yeah. Oh, absolutely amazing. And it is one of, like, if if you haven't seen the show, it just from the pilot gets you right away. It is Mm -hmm. uh, set in the 90s uh, for most of the time. So she really, like, brings that aesthetic alive. Yeah. Uh, Oh, it's great because I had never seen the show before. So yesterday I watched the pilot and then I watched this episode. And I'm like, holy shit, I've got to fill in everything in between. Okay. (laughs) I got to know how we got here. Quite the narrative jump. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it's also not enough to like give anything away, really. Like you would be like, you can go back and kind of be like, oh, now this makes sense. Exactly. Yeah. Cause you were elaborating a little bit earlier for people who haven't seen the show. So it's, it's two parallel timelines in yes, the show. We two see timelines, uh, yeah. one set in 1993 and the other is like 2023. I'm pretty sure just kind of like mm-hmm. modern times. Uh, and it looks at the people who survived like some 30 years later and where their lives are uh, and how they have not healed from Mm -hmm. what has happened, but you never know who survived and who didn't Mm -hmm. like, they don't really make it clear except at some points, you know, you'll be like, okay, clearly this character isn't going to show up in the other timeline. But then sometimes someone will like pop up and you're like, Oh, that, like, how are (laughs) they going to survive? Like, you know, so there's that element to it. And then also obviously all of these people in the future have like lost their minds (laughs) Uh, and get involved in like just the wildest little side plots and then that's how like cops get involved and all these like (laughs) guest actors who are very very sexy so it it's one of those shows you do have to like kind of watch every episode and get into it yeah oh yeah I mean that older cast it's a real like smorgasbord of like hot character actors oh yeah just the hottest like yes honestly Melanie Linsky yeah uh, the whole (laughs) cast is just so attractive that it's yeah 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 I had a hard time saying like so attractive across the board because I'm like okay some of them are children so let's make it clear we're excluding the children excluding the children uh yeah don't not them um yeah they're not even attracted they're all like dirty and in the woods yeah covered in muck so yeah they're not even (laughs) trying to be hot like we are exactly adult cast because baby (laughs) (laughs) they clean up nice oh yeah oh yeah So with John Reynolds, I love that you chose him in this role, because as you mentioned earlier, we all kind of like first got to know him through Search Party. This is a very different character. So is that when you first became aware of him? 
Oh yeah, Search Party. I, I knew him kind of through comedy, so mm-hmm. it is a little odd because like I do stand up. <laughs> he came up like in the same scene, tangential to people I knew. So like mm-hmm. I knew he did a show in New York that I've been to. I'd seen him on stage. I think he's like in. Re- <laughs> and I've also met him like when I did a Search Party <laughs> panel. I just want to say yeah. as a person, he's like a wonderful angel, nice man. I then I don't mean to sexualize him, <laughs> but his character on Search Party. Like, it's from Chicago, and it's just this sweet little Midwest boy who, like, wants to do whatever his girlfriend needs. And there's, like, a moment when we first meet Drew and uh, Aaliyah Shockett's character, like, comes out from being in the city. They, like, start Mm -hmm. making out, and he's just like, I don't know, babe, you know that I, I, like, I can't get off like from sex or something. (laughs) And she's, he's like, just like jerk me off or whatever. And I was like, he is bringing a level of spec, like, a specific, specific, he is bringing a level of precision. There we go. <laughs> precision and detail to this role. <laughs> that is yes. just like so attractive to me. And mm-hmm. I was like, he really is just dedicated to making this like goofy man character so much more. Uh, so that was really the first time I was like, okay, yeah. he's, doing, he's doing something. He's really representing for a very specific kind of Midwest hotness. That everyone yeah. doesn't get. That everyone doesn't get. Oh, I, I so agree. That like specific kind of like repression and that kind of like guilt yes. and wanting to be yes. the big, the good guy. Like good we had on previously Rebecca Robles, who plays his girlfriend in a later season, the the princess. Yeah, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, yeah. she was on. And yeah. his whole uh, plot line with her. I mean, that that I thing of like. jealous. Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> he literally runs off to be a prince for her. I was like, of course yes. you would, baby. Like. <laughs> And again, I'm talking about the character. I, I yes. just can't. You know, I want to make a professional boundary clear here that I am simply yes. talking about the characters John Reynolds brings to life with his talent. Uh, <laughs> but it, I do it, think when you're a performer, you have to accept the fact that like people are attracted to performers into characters and performances yeah. you know <laughs> and when I met him was he wearing like this Midwest Manitoba Wisconsin like <sighs> like jacket that made me kind of lose my mind a little bit absolutely absolutely but that again is like I you know professionally I was able to separate yes. that from and is he he's a wonderful Midwest boy I, I'm sure of it but oh, I'm he sure. just, yeah he just knows how to to bring that to the characters. And so, you know, search party is drew. He's very like sweet is very like, Oh no, I've ended up in a bad position. Whereas mm. in yellow jackets, his character from the get go is like, I'm trying to be in a bad situation. Yeah. And it's like, Ooh, now we're getting Ooh. naughty. Now right. we're getting... And it, it's like, okay, see, that's when the Midwest boy becomes a Midwest man. And I, that was my first thought when he came on screen. Cause knowing him primarily through search party, I was like, Oh, he's, a man now he's a man now exactly (laughs) like and they also give him this like little mustache like and he's he's literally introduced in a denim tuxedo like he's wearing just all denim i i just i've watched the scene so many times it's (laughs) and he's just like also a skeevy cop and you want to hear that part but it's also like yeah i'm into this i'm into him yeah, the performance layers to it are really interesting because he is so kind of 
like grody sexy in the way that he's introduced like in like yeah. you say the denim tuxedo he's drinking midday but then he's also sad because his parents are getting divorced and you know he's good at heart because he's there to help them out yeah and then it turns yeah. out he's a cop and it's like it's oh not, yeah. whiplash <laughs> oh no and you're like oh she maybe found someone who understands and then you're like oh no and then he just like <laughs> keeps playing it up but like also is very clear that he's not gonna sleep with her because he doesn't yeah. like he does have some morals right and I, so you know he <laughs> he has some morals although i think also isn't their daughter like underage like he bought her alcohol and stuff i thought she was like just grad isn't she like in high school or something i i think <laughs> she's in high school but she says to him that she's like in her senior year at rutgers and i couldn't keep track i was like okay is she actually or is she lying and he's drinking with a child i honestly I couldn't remember. remember i think she's lying <laughs> But like, whatever. Yeah. He didn't know at that time. So, okay. Yeah. Well, he, but he know. does know at the time is the thing because he's, oh, wait, he's he trailing them. Yeah, he knows that it's yeah. her. Oh, wait. Yeah, okay. So, so so even in the beginning, it's like, okay, he's a he's a good guy. Like, he's got his problems. Yeah, and, but, but then you get to that next scene and his partner you know, is like, what are you doing drinking with this kid? <laughs> okay, yeah. And also, right, his partner is like best friends with that. So he totally knows. Okay, I mean, yeah. he's the kind of cop who plays fast and loose with the rules. <laughs> and exactly. there was a time in this country when we celebrated <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and then we and rightfully we don't anymore i say we go back <laughs> whatever they gotta do if, back mean, the blue if, if you're that sexy and you gotta get results uh, <laughs> right? if you got that mustache come on and yeah i mean come on if he's not supposed to use it like it's also just the like it happens so he just has so much like just smoothness to it he's literally like yeah. oh sad about your parents uh i can tell why don't you tell me about it and like within two seconds this girl is like so let me tell you about my mom's affair and like blah 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 and like the last eight years of my life and i'm just like that's okay like i would too though i you would have me right there doing the same thing the power of the stash i would be an open book i'd be spilling my guts immediately yeah like and that just denim jacket and also he is tall he is i read tall. six five Yes, and I saw it in person, and I was like, "Oh my god!" And then that, and then I respect it in person. Yes, uh, and yes. so, but as a character in a TV show, I was like, "I want to climb you, to Ben, the officer, and not, but the the fine line of professional." But he's yes. so tall. Oh my god! And I am famously like a, a fan of the Short Kings. I love a short. I man. love but a there short is- king. There is something like hypnotic when you encounter a really tall man yeah. in real life and you're like, yeah. huh, they make They're you just, that yeah, big? Like, I don't, they make me dizzy because I get vertigo looking up and then I don't know what's happening all of a sudden. I'm just like, what? I'm so, uh, I just, I love, but I guess I love the short Kings. I've dated yes. many, mm. but there's something about like, and also when it's an actor, because I feel like you get yes. so often disappointed when you meet actors because they're all shorter than you think. Like right. half the time you're like, oh my goodness, you're like a little like doll body, like you're petite. yeah, short big yeah. head, yeah, like short big head, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But not not this, and that I think brings authenticity to it because Midwest boys are just like corn fed milk, like the bones yeah. are just growing or whatever. Their parents are like, don't drink coffee; it makes you short, and they listen because you know yeah. respectability in the Midwest. We really have that. 
and then you like see them and you're like, wow, you're like, that's how you get Larry Bird. Okay. Boom. There you go. I will say I am not familiar with the Midwest. I haven't really spent any time there. So when I meet someone from the Midwest, like I met a guy from Nebraska once who had like a real okay. Midwestern accent yeah. and it felt so exotic to me. It so, was like uh, thrilling. Yeah. So I, I do have to de- define a point here and I'm going to do this because people, so I, I, from, they call me the, you know, the daughter of Northern Illinois. I am, <laughs> but Nebraska is not the Midwest actually. It's the Great oh. Plains. Uh, wow. Nebraska loves to say they're the Midwest because they would oh. love to be included with us. You know, who <laughs> wants to be in the Great Plains with Kansas and Oklahoma? It's kind Ugh. of gross. But in the Midwest, we do have a defining line. Uh, it goes to Ooh. Iowa. It goes to Minnesota. Anything else? Uh, no. Missouri is included. Uh, and then on the wow. other side, we go to Ohio, Michigan, uh, and we stop at Kentucky. And wow. it, it, yeah, it, we're very picky, true Midwesterners. Okay. <laughs> really? I know people in Kansas love to be like, no, I'm the Midwest. I'm the Midwest. And we're like, no, you're the Great Plains. Leave us alone. Like, you're not us. Uh, but it's and it's only a thing we have to define because there are different cultures and what you find right. with john reynolds character cop, like uh cop ben, ben the officer. Yeah. <laughs> like what you find ben. Him, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, hot ben. like what you get with him is this like midwest grit that only comes mm. from having like very strong rust belt towns <laughs> like going to bars in yeah. wisconsin where you can drink with your dad when you're 16 oh, like it's yeah. like there's this like milwaukee detroit flavor to it uh I that you it. don't find in north dakota south dakota and so <laughs> you know we like to really make that boundary clear the midwest we're home to minneapolis prince chicago yes. you know lots of great things <laughs> Uh, and the Great Plains, they have, um, oh goodness, I Corn? think, yeah, I, um, didn't, um, didn't Bruce Springsteen name an album after Nebraska? Yeah. Or something? Oh yeah, That's, like a lot to be thankful for. And Gaga uh, has that Nebraska baby, I love you. Oh, you love, know? yeah, so many wonderful and Kansas Wizard of Oz and uh, embrace I mean, that heritage. You know, <laughs> find your own version of hotness for your men i don't know maybe it's cowboy hats uh, yeah the plaid shirt yeah maybe? but like the grody denim jacket like horn stash semi your hair is too long but uh-huh. i kind of love how it smells like your sweat from two days ago that's us baby that's all midwest grit okay that's you know, that's what built the factories that closed down when Reagan became president. There so. we go. Yeah. And it is it, to, again, go back to the comparison between Search Party and Yellow Jackets. I mean, in Search Party, he definitely feels like a lanky, goofy, uncomfortable yeah. Brooklyn boy. And he's got the glasses. And like, I think the glasses are a big, a big thing because he's always a mustache actor. Always a mustacher, which he pulls it off so well. He really you know, does, but he moves that mustache into yellow world. jackets and he becomes like a solid man. His body language yeah. is different. His body oh. language and the hair was longer. It was just, yeah. I it, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if he bulked up or if the denim just like adds right. weight. Denim's a heavy <laughs> material. This is true. Maybe he bulked up from wearing the denim because it's so heavy. Yeah. Carrying <laughs> that around all day. Exactly. But it's like, 
that like kind of muscle that like you get in the Midwest because you're like pushing a lawnmower or like doing menial outdoor tasks, but like you're not yeah. a farmer. Right. <laughs> you know, it's like just enough lean muscle to be like, oh yeah, I sometimes play basketball. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, like serious. And again, just comes to life in yellow jackets. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad they made the choice to like follow him through the season Uh, So he's Mm. introduced in this episode and it's not a one-off baby. You get to watch him be even more Midwest. And there was some, some people were like, well, the show is set in like New Jersey. uh, So he seems very, you know, like New Jersey, but it's like, no, Mm. no, no, he feels out of place. He feels out of place. And you can't like you, you hire a John Reynolds. You're not getting the Midwest (laughs) out of him. Okay. The boy, the boy, like he looks like he should just, I don't know, be waving an American flag on a tractor. I just, (laughs) Like that's what if you hire Absolutely. him, that is the vibe you want, and that's what comes through in the show. I agree, and so I am like famously horny for like every comedian. If anyone is funny at all, I like immediately yeah. am in love with yeah. them. I so I mean, he's playing a much more serious role in in this show. So I mean, how you've obviously known his work for a while, and you've seen yeah. him do the goofy comedy stuff. So how has your relationship with his work changed from seeing him do that to something more dramatic? Yeah, it is. Because I also didn't, like, he is, obviously, he's a cop in the show. So, obviously, villain, you know? Uh, A-cab, yeah. And so, I was, like, afraid to hate him, obviously, because I'm like, no, (laughs) he's so cute. I don't want to hate him. And you you end up, because he he breaks, you know, so many rules. He's, you know, Mm. not a good guy. Uh, And, but, I mean, he pulls it off so well and makes it sexy. So, I kind of just was like okay he's showing his range like he's not always gonna be the good like you know when when ryan reynolds not ryan reynolds (laughs) when ryan gosling yeah very different when ryan gosling finally did drive this is that for midwest boys to me (laughs) like i don't want don't want to be but yellow jackets for john reynolds is basically his drive is what i'm saying in terms of how sexy it is and that denim yeah. jacket he carries is his everyone's got a jacket, jacket. Yeah. and there see now you see all the parallels are right there and they truly are so, so a message to the men listening you got to get a signature jacket that yeah. that's what makes you a man and get a little dark and i'm excited yeah. to see like i i think obviously he'll get more serious like dark acting roles after this i think yeah. you know he isn't gonna always play that like goofy rom-com role now uh, yeah. he, which we've seen him do not just he was also in a like four weddings and a funeral the reboot oh they did, yeah I think. right uh, and but still always like comedic stuff mm. but I mean I, I kind of like that I think we still have okay and this is going to be a controversial thing to say Ooh. but I we still have Joe Para to represent the nice Midwest yes. hotness so yes. I'm set there you know I can go mm. watch Joe Para and that's good. You know, if I want a nice Midwest boy to tell me about tomatoes, that's an option. But right now, let's just like give a moment to the sexy darkness of the oh, evil Midwest man. I agree. Oh my God. And I love this dichotomy. I love, you know, that you've got one guy who will help you build a bean arch and one oh. guy who will give you underage shots. Yes. <laughs> and that is the totality of men from the Midwest, basically. That's how, yeah. <laughs> Representation is amazing. <laughs> it's 
so beautiful and so needed. <laughs> These white men from the Midwest, they really they, need they representation really like this. this representation for too long. All of the love interests came from the East Coast, Connecticut, mm. oh, California. Not oh, anymore. Okay. Now it. it's it's just tall beanstalk guys and with with moppy hair that again Beautiful. smells like they don't shower because they don't like it they smell like outside all the time yeah. but like you kind of like it i yeah you get the pheromones it's good yeah i just i don't i i can't help it okay i'm from yeah. the midwest i don't have a choice it was just put into me i, I like they brainwash you as soon as you get there <laughs> Yeah, so clearly we we understand the the intensity of your attraction to the Midwestern man. But would you say that that's your like main type when it comes to TV crushes, or do you have a kind of omnivorous oh, view of it? I have an omnivorous view of it. I definitely like I can really crush on a vibe, uh, yeah. but I guess there is some of my biggest crushes are always like a Midwest element, mm. uh, obviously. <laughs> We are all saying yes, chef, to the bear and Jeremy Allen White <laughs> and Carmen, yes. Midwest oh. boy, baby. And <laughs> I also called Jeremy Allen White a Midwest boy because he was in Shameless for like half of his life. So right, yeah, <laughs> yeah, know? he's honorary, <laughs> honorary. Yeah, he spent so much time shooting on the South Side. So yeah, he counts. Yeah, uh, you know. And uh, I also loved. Oh my gosh, I can't remember her character. I'm gonna look it up really fast. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, uh, okay, okay. Uh, Roberta Calindres, she was in uh, yes! A League of Their Own. And yes. her character in A League of Their Own, mm-hmm. Midwest, like, again, just very, like, I just want to play baseball in the Midwest. So sexy. So, you know, I do think that that Midwest sexiness, it isn't mm-hmm. just, like, the tall, lanky, like, white guy. It's a vibe. Like, yeah. you know, Jeremy Allen White is, like, 5'4". Right. oh it's so hot like have, it, there's like a grittiness to it that yeah. like again comes from like drinking water that like has lead in it <laughs> and i can make that joke because i'm from rockford illinois and we have more lead in our water than flint so <laughs> this is lead privilege <laughs> lead privilege so if you're like wow what's wrong with her it's because i grew up in a town with more lead in our water than flint okay so that's the problem and nobody talks about it and <laughs> Like it's that kind of negligence that like yes. gives you some grit to be yes. Midwest hot. And those are characters. So it's like any character that I feel captures that in a show, yeah. I will immediately have a crush on it. Like, and you just kind of yeah. feel it, you know? So uh, and it like, doesn't always look like the same thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I I think the the sort of, in yeah that sort of like unplaceable grit thing is is so true because I mean so many actors you know not to generalize about actors but you know a lot of them are kind of soft and like and it comes through on screen and like half of them look like super goofy when they try to play like a gritty character because you're like you had a manicure earlier like (laughs) right I can tell you've never touched a rake in your life right (laughs) you've never shoveled a sidewalk and then you'll get like a midwest actor with some grit on him and you can tell like oh, this guy's really had like a summer job at like a sandwich stand or something. Like, at yeah. least it's not like hard, hard work. Right, you right. Know? I'm not saying like- But it's they, like you're a normal person. Yeah, like you're a normal person. It's like, okay, like you got some some just wear on you of the real yeah. world. And it just creates this like sexy grittiness to a character that mm. I love to see. 
So yeah. I'm no, great. ecstatic. Yeah, that Yellow Jackets embraced it. <laughs> I don't even care if the creators come out tomorrow and they're like, actually, Officer Ben is like born and raised in New Jersey. I would be like, oh, no, you don't yes. understand the character you wrote. because Yeah, wrong. you guys got it wrong, actually. You got it wrong. <laughs> uh, you hired John Reynolds. Yes. Like, the baby <laughs> So this prince. is on you. Yeah. <laughs> you hired John Reynolds, the baby prince of Wisconsin? Like, no, you wanted that vibe. Like, he can't get rid of it like look at his beautiful sparkling wisconsin eyes like they don't stop he can't like that's (laughs) those long uh, arms yeah all those long arms you know longest longest in the biz nicholas bronze step aside step aside okay he's so british also it's like yeah Yeah. and he's like where is he from he's not really british right he's like really british he was in skins when he was a kid yeah was he oh Oh, my god he's tony Skins in the first he's like oh my god this is this is huge wow that's how i know him and this has like shifted my entire world. Yeah. And I will <laughs> say, as someone who loved skins, even skins had characters who represented Midwest hotness. Uh, <laughs> if you look at like Cook, if you look at uh, yeah. Joe Dempsey's character in the first generation, those were two characters, Midwest hotness. Yeah. I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, sort of like Northern it. English guy. Like, yeah. He had a little Midwest like hotness. A dad there. who definitely was in the union until he died and, like, yeah. worked a factory job. See, that's, oh, that's the connect. That's what it is. Oh, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful <sighs> thing. Yeah. Yeah. I will, you know, going back to, like, the lack of grit in some actors, I rewatched recently that old viral video of the guy uh, <laughs> trying to audition for Stanley Kubrick. And he does the monologue from The Outsiders. <laughs> He's like, I ain't never gonna walk no more. Oh, oh, oh! I know. I like. I feel like. <laughs> I feel like every like high school drama student at some point does that monologue and like gets obsessed mm. with that movie. <laughs> and it, it's like you don't find it's so hard to find actors who can pull that off nowadays because they it don't. It really is. But if they I did mean, a modern version of that movie with John Reynolds, I'd be right there opening day God. paying $10 yeah. million dollars to see it, <laughs> frankly. Oh, yeah, I would be right beside you. So do you remember your first TV crush? Oh, my gosh. My first TV crush. Ah, oh, that's... I feel like it, there's probably, like, my first kid one where it's mm. like, oh, I had a crush on, like... I don't know, probably someone on Barney or something, you know, (laughs) where it's like, that doesn't really count. I feel like my first sort of knowledgeable, like, okay, I I I'm sexually into this (laughs) uh, was of course like Sean Hunter on Boy Meets World. Like the first time I tied it to, oh, this is giving me a feeling when Mm -hmm. he is on the screen. Uh, I think it would be that. My mom would probably be like, it was Jonathan Taylor Thomas and like Home Improvement <laughs> or something or whatever. He was yes. <laughs> oh, but uh, Sean was good because he yeah. was also tortured. He Oof. was tortured. He lived like in a trailer park. Again, yes. those connections of like mm. the just get it out the dirt midway. So I maybe I've just always have always just liked that vibe. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, you need a guy with like a little life behind him. Yeah, and he, uh, I, I don't know, like I just remember truly being like, I want to see him kiss everyone. <laughs> like that's how I thought of it as a kid of just like, uh, please make him kiss Angela. <laughs> like I want to see it. Yeah. Like that's 
all I really identified as like a crush is that I just was like, I want to see him do things that make my heart flutter. Yeah. <laughs> Please kiss somebody. <laughs> I like yeah. it when you kiss people. Like, like oh, <laughs> I like when the camera lingers on his face. And <laughs> what like, if her yeah. lips were my lips on his lips? <laughs> right. Like I know I definitely like would cut out magazine pictures, had them on my walls. Yeah. Uh, I also in fifth grade had a really heavy crush on Kurt Cobain. Um, Ooh. Oh my god! Again, these like sweaty, sweaty like sweaty greasy boys. Wearing, yeah, sweaty greasy boys who are like kind of sad and yeah. like I also didn't know he was dead by then. Uh, so I'm oh. not that old by the time I was in fifth grade when 9/11 happened. So 2001. Oh yeah. And I just like a friend was like, "You got to check out this album. Never mind, it'll change your life." I put it in my Walkman and I'm like, "Oh my god, this is amazing! I'm obsessed with this band." I like, I I just like went on, like, I don't know how I was able to like get pictures and put them on my wall. I would like yeah. take them out of magazines and stuff. And it never occurred to me what had happened. And then one day I'm watching VH1 behind the music and they're like VH1 behind the music Nirvana. And I'm like, oh my God, this is my new favorite band. I'm about to learn so much about them. Cannot wait. <laughs> and I start watching it. I'm like, this is amazing. Oh my God. They really are. So wow. I can't believe. And then I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> Like why do they keep? Why isn't Kurt in this? I'm like, yeah. why do they keep where's being Kurt? like? Like where's? I'm they're like I'm like why do they keep saying Kurt was? What is about to happen here? And oh, no. then I screamed like when they finally got to like like they sh I remember them showing like outside of his house where it happened and they're like when the day when I found out Kurt killed himself and I just screamed and my oh, mom my came downstairs God. and was like what is wrong? And I was like why didn't you tell me Kurt Cobain is dead? <laughs> And she was like, being stupid. <laughs> She's like, I thought you knew that. She was like, well, he died when you were like a baby. And I'm like, why would oh I know God. that? Like, why would I? That's yeah, so like, fucking funny. Early internet, okay? I wasn't like Googling it. I, I had a hand-drawn picture. Okay, that's what my grandma had oh. these books. <laughs> she collected like antique magazine covers. Oh my god! And they were like pressed and, and so they had all of these covers of like Kurt Cobain, like from when Nirvana was big, but none from yeah. like when it was like he died. And so I was just like his Rolling Stone cover. He oh with the glasses, so cool. And like I hand drew a photo of him. I like traced it over oh and I framed it and put it over my bed. Oh my God. That's so cute. And yeah. And then I literally was screaming. And I was like, mom, how could you not tell me that Kurt Cobain love of my life is dead? Oh my God. That's so, so sweet. <laughs> that know. is like such a like, oh my God, blast from the past. Cause like kids today, it's like, if you've got a crush on someone on TV, one, you can find out they're dead immediately. Yeah. Immediately <laughs> there. You can find out their natal chart, like yeah. everything about them in mere moments. Like you can watch their Instagram live constantly and know what they're doing every yeah. second of the day. And back in the day, we didn't have that. Okay. You would just like no. have a crush on Travis from, from Blink-182 and you would just like cross your fingers and be like, maybe their tour bus will break down in front of the house. Oh God. I remember that. I thought all the time, I was like, maybe I'll sit by Edward Norton on a plane and he'll fall in love with me. <laughs> and you just think like this could happen. Yeah. I would be like Blink-182 will be coming through Rockford, Illinois. Their tour bus breaks down right on my street. And I'm like, oh my God guys I'm here to help oh my god I remember I guess I must have been like 14 or so I remember seeing that episode of Louie and it was yeah. the one where he like goes to the small town and the girl's like in love with him and they like 
threaten him to get him to stay and like be her boyfriend. Oh my god! And I'm sure it seemed like wish fulfillment to like grown women watching. I'm sure they were like, ugh. But I watched it at like that age, and I was like, yeah, yeah. What if like this comedian came to my town? Came to my town, (laughs) and we just suddenly meet. And I truly believe like that would happen. Like I would go to Warp Tour at 16 and just be like. I'm going to run into Travi McCoy from Gym Class Heroes and we're in love forever. And that's how this is going to go. I'm 13 years old. I have on my old Navy dress. (laughs) I have my best Charlotte Russe on and I'm really ready to get out here. I have got the dumbest belt you've ever seen. (laughs) And five necklaces to really make it work. They are so long. They go down to my crotch. crotch. And for some reason, a vest. I'm wearing a vest. Oh my God. When I was a teen, I had one pair of heels and I wore them to school like every day. Every day. Didn't matter what, if they went with it. No, I had like one pair of cute shoes and I was like, isn't that what you do? You get a pair of cute shoes and you wear them every day. Like, yeah, this is what women do. That's what women do. And my friends like, Ashley, no, most people have like multiple, they like rotate and they like go with the outfit. And I was just like, oh, I thought you just like, okay. Right. I learned the wrong thing from Sex in the City, I guess. <laughs> I was like, you guys aren't sophisticated enough. You wouldn't understand. Wouldn't get it, okay? It's very... This is how grown people this dress. Is high class, what we do over here. I do remember I had a crush on a Polish pianist who was like a really young winner of this big competition. And so I wore my nice heels to high school when I was like 14 and dressed up and had my friend take pictures of me in the parking lot so I could send them to the Polish pianist I so mean, that he, he would come and fall in love with me. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I mean, that was when like you actually would have like a digital camera. And I remember doing the mm-hmm. same where I'd be like, friends, uh, please take a picture of me at this DIY show. I have on the coolest outfit. Like I, and it would be like truly Capri pants. Right. And, and I'd be like, no, we're taking pictures for my MySpace. So if someone thinks I'm cute, like that's what we're doing. Yes. I'm going to manually upload these later. Yeah. And all, every single one, I'm not like clicking through to edit just down to the best ones. No, the whole, whole library is getting uploaded. And then I'm just going to name the album The Date and it's going to be yes. a hit. Oh my um, God. I hope that the Zoomers who harass you on Twitter don't find this episode because they're going to oh, be they're like, gonna, they have bitches. Ammo. they're going to be like, really? You were truly walking with Martin Luther King. You are the oldest yes. person in the world. <laughs> Their conception of age is like, I feel so different from what mine was when I what was mine was, Like when I was there, when I was in my twenties, like basically from 19 up, all of my friends were older than me. And like in yeah. their 29, thirties, I always had friends in their early, like, I, that wasn't that old to me, right. but I always was the youngest friend. Right. But it wasn't like weird. And mm. now I feel like I talk to like a, like a 24 year old and they're like, what are you doing? This is creepy. Like, why are you? And it's like, oh, I, I just was going to ask like, I don't know what movie you like. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, they would never make 13 going on 30 now. It'd be like 13 oh. going on 20 and a half. Yeah. And they'd be and like, I'm half. so old now. I'm so old. Like, uh, I, I don't even know. Like, I, let me not make a joke because I truly have angered so many Gen Xers. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, we gotta steer clear of the Zoomers. <laughs> I'm I'm afraid of them. They they're a mighty bunch, and you know they I are. honestly I'm looking forward to Generation Alpha. I'm already on oh to the gosh. next. I'm like Generation Alpha. Those kids, <laughs> they like were born on camera, and they're already right. sick of it, and they're just like 
stop like like yeah they're, they're gonna, gonna go back to like yeah. writing on scrolls <laughs> yeah and they're gonna be like we love it like no i don't ever want to document anything and i'm gonna be like i'm i'm with you kids oh, oh the dream this is yeah. what we hope for okay and they're gonna, yeah well so if anyone who is also in love with midwestern boys and john reynolds and enjoys the show yellow jackets is there another tv show that you would like give as a recommendation based on their enjoyment of yellow jackets yeah, I mean, if if the element you like is the hotness of the the Midwestness <laughs> to it, uh, I would definitely say go watch Search Party, and also has like the kind of fun element of like a murder mystery. Uh, yeah. I would also say deep cut here, uh, mm. bored to death, uh, which yeah. yeah is on Max. It was an HBO show back in the day, and it is very New York. It is very, mm-hmm. like, New Yorker, uh, but it's, like, one of those rare times when, like, Zach Galifianakis is in it. Like, the cast yeah. brings something to it that that does a bit more than your, like, typical, like, New York murder mystery. Uh, yeah. I feel like it's just, like, a hipper sort of uh, only murders in the building. <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, if like I you're hip to, to uh, Schwartzman after Asteroid yeah, yeah, City. Like, exactly. Then- He's looking good in that show. He looks real good (laughs) in it. Uh, And then I would also recommend based on a true story, uh, which is on Peacock uh, and has Chris Messina. Oh, and he's, he's playing a little angry man, which I guess he's always kind of like, (laughs) that's his thing, right? That's kind of his (laughs) thing. But in this one, it's like a different kind of angry. It's Mm. like a, again, like a little more sinister. And there is sort of a, I don't know. Like, I wouldn't be shocked if if we see him in a denim jacket next season. Like, it's a very yes. like turn to darkness, but still, just like adorable little Christmasina where you're like, oh. <laughs> uh, and God, there's like a serial yeah. killer in it who's really hot and tall. So yeah. Ooh. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah, Messina's really good because I think to be like a hot, angry guy, you kind of have to be a little guy, right? Got to be a little guy. So it's, it's a little like, too yeah. scary when you're a tall, angry you're guy. You're tall and angry. That's a, no one likes that. That's a yeah. people are setting alarms. People are putting you on list. <laughs> Nobody likes that. But if you're, you know, five six, it's like okay. <laughs> He's a little spark plug. <laughs> yeah, like look, you little Napoleon complex. It's you know, it's like okay, we get it. You know, we we see yeah. why you're doing that. And it's, it's honestly adorable. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he's like, a, he plays like an angry tennis coach. So it's, it's pretty nice. <gasps> yes. Oh, yeah. He's I wearing those this. tennis shorts. It's, <laughs> it's worth watching. And, you know, yeah. it is set in California, but, okay. you know, I, Chris Messina is Messina, baby. He's like bringing some... <laughs> some real like Italian edge to it at all times. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love this. So we talked a little bit about uh, John Reynolds' background in comedy. Are there any comedic performances on TV right now that you find particularly hot? Ooh, that is like, like truly, okay, all the time. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, so there's this show, Primo, that just premiered mm. on uh, Amazon Freebie. Uh, it's okay so good it's about this like hispanic family and this you know kid who has like i think like five uncles and with his mom like he lives with his mom they all live with the mom and one of the uncles in the show is so funny and sexy to me like he plays the responsible mature uncle who just like loves his wife and he has this deep sexy voice where he like he owns his own business and he's just like oh yeah 
teal and it's just like i can't even it's like such a deep sexy it's just i can't i'm like i can't even i can't even get down there to to try to do it but like as soon as i started watching the show i was like oh i am in love with him i'm gonna watch every single moment he plays it with such sincerity like there's just these moments where he like has this deep batman voice and he's like i don't mean to cry i just love my wife so much and it's like oh yeah <laughs> oh my god okay i know so, what i'm watching tonight <laughs> gotta put that on the list uh and then oh just not, and also on freebie nominated for so so many emmys recently uh james marsden in jury duty yeah very sexy to me and just because it was so silly and comedic like yeah. pretending to like take a dump and all of that like how he somehow still made me have a crush on him after playing that kind of character I want to, I just am in love with it. He's still my prince. Like, yeah. Oh, the man is magic. He is so fucking impressive. Absolutely <laughs> magic. Uh, yeah. And then this one, I'm going to go with uh, Guy Branham, who was just in mm. Platonic, the newest season. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite part of it. He was, I just like had yeah. such a little crush on him in the show. I, he's so funny. Very, very gay. So I know he's not interested. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. a hilarious stand-up comic who just like. Yeah brought it to you know he plays like the friend of the husband in the office but just like brought so much comedy to that role that i was like i want to have a cocktail with you so yeah i love this oh my god well those are all great i've got so many shows on my list now (laughs) so excited watch yeah (laughs) yeah oh my god well we're gonna wrap up in just a minute but before we do we have a little quiz uh called copulating comedians so These are uh, five questions. I will give you a hint, and they are about comedians that have, at some point in time, been in a couple together. Okay. So I'll give you a very dumb little hint, and then you okay. can let me know I, okay. who you think it is. And we're we're spanning TV history because I know you are you're the expert. Oh, TV okay. and there's a little bit of film in there. Okay. But okay. not much. Okay. Let's see. All right. Number one. These two curly-haired 70s faves had the kind of chemistry that could bring the dead back to life. 70s, curly hair. Yeah, so Mm. is is this two people from that 70s show? (laughs) From the real 70s. (laughs) No, from the real 70s. I was about to be like Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher, obviously. But I was like, neither of them has curly hair. Um, That was a trick question. Uh, uh, let's see. Bring the Dead Back to Life is a reference to one of their movies for one of them. And then the other one we checked in with on Saturday nights. Uh, <laughs> I have no idea. Oh, Gilda Radner yeah. and uh, Steve Martin? Gene Wilder. Gene Wilder. <laughs> Gildan Jean. <laughs> yes, yes. Famous, yes. Absolutely. So, so cute. Such a cute couple. I oh, love if, them. They, if I saw them across the, the bar, I would want them to hit on me. And I'm yeah, in. give them a little. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay, number two. The only splainin needed is why the fuck Aaron Sorkin made a movie about this on and off screen couple. Oh, 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 yeah. Lucille Ball and and Ricky. Yeah, Ricardo. Desi Arnaz. Desi Arnaz. <laughs> yes, yeah. Did you see that movie? 
I didn't like a bunch of people said it actually was pretty good. Wait, really? Uh, I never saw it because I could not bring myself. Yeah, I just never was that interested in their story. I guess yeah. I, no, I I don't know. I never really got into I Love Lucy. I, you know, yeah. I'm not that old, so yeah. Right. <laughs> My sister is four years younger and hates almost everything old, but for some reason she's like obsessed with I Love Lucy. It's That's the amazing. strangest yeah. phenomenon. <laughs> That was like the one you're like, I was obsessed with happy days when I was a kid, but then oh, I love Lucy would come on and I'd be like, no, thank you. This is, no. <laughs> and I just, yeah, turn it off. <laughs> That's fair enough. Okay. So number three, <clears throat> three cheers for this sunny couple who acted together on a famous sitcom and a beloved children's movie. <laughs> oh, is it uh, Rob McElnanny and Caitlin Olson? Oh, another, from another always- person from Sunny. An older person from Sunny. Oh, Danny DeVito and and uh, uh, Rhea Perlman. Yeah, <laughs> is that her last name? Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. So, yeah, she was on Cheers, Three Cheers, yes. and he was on Sunny. And then they were on. They both were on Taxi, and yeah, they both, then yeah. they and Matilda. Yeah. Yeah, and right. then they, didn't they divorce for a little and they got back together? Was that I know. Fun? I think that they, I love that they have this seemingly like very passionate, like yeah, just <laughs> chaotic like, it, relationship. Yeah, that's what I want. Into old age, we're still just like going back and forth with it. Oh, it's so hot. Oh my God. Two, two real characters who just can't stay away from each other. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Number four. Our hearts were wrecked and our breath arrested. When these sitcom favorites divorced in 2006. Okay. Our hearts were wrecked. I, I There was a TBS show called Wrecked, and I just am thinking about that now, and I don't <laughs> think it's that, because nobody it, else watched that show. No, I certainly didn't watch that show. <laughs> think of an well, alternate like, spelling of wreck. I, and our breath was arrested. I got the arrested development. Yeah. Uh, and then they got divorced in 2006. Is it a Portia, DeRossi, and Ellen? <laughs> <laughs> this one was Amy Poehler and Will Arnett. Oh, what? Yeah, do you remember that? Amy Poehler? Oh, yes. wait. Oh, my gosh. I don't, yes. Yeah. Oh, oh like, right. is- okay. I don't know why you said Amy Poehler, and I immediately was thinking Amy Schumer, and I was like, <laughs> what? Yes. Oh my gosh. She does like Amy younger Poehler women and she's a bit younger. So yeah, I forgot all about that relationship. Right? Okay. Oh, that one, that really messed me up when I was a teen. I was like, is I love not that. real? I mean, I guess I kind of remember, didn't she like leave someone for him too? I think I kind of remember the drama of it. Oh yeah. I think, yes. Oh my God. Yeah. And then I think he maybe cheated. It was a I whole big scandal. Yeah, he, but hot, hot, deep voice. I love oh, that. My oh, listen, I'm 30 Rock. Oh, yeah. So tall. Hot man. Hot man. I get it. Right. I get it, Amy. <laughs> Final and fifth question. This is kind of related to the previous one. Okay. Later, Amy Poehler briefly found love with a famous comedian who maybe has the most wild blue text on Wikipedia dad in all of Hollywood. Famous comedian with a pr- maybe evil dad. Oh, Nick Nick Kroll. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. yep. Like, oh, Nick Kroll. Yes, of course. Yeah. As everyone yeah. knows. Yeah. Evil dad comedian? Yeah, yeah Nick Kroll. Son of the, of the Lord Father Bear and Nick Kroll. Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> Weinstein connected Nick Kroll. Sure. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I'm aware. Yeah. 
Yeah, but apparently she wrote very sweetly about him in her memoir. I mean, he's I he's a sweet he's boy. So I you know, like he went to a country day school like me. I'm he, he's yeah. a charming guy who like yeah. I'm sure would be amazing to date. You know, you can't help the family you're born exactly. into. Exactly. Your dad's your dad. You, know, you don't get to choose him. Yeah. No. You We're know. Nick Kroll fans in this house. <laughs> hey, I, I if I was Amy Poehler, I would date him too. I mean, come on. Listen, I saw there was a, a movie that came out a few years ago called, I think, uh, it was Operation Something. But it was about, like, uh, trying to find Adolf Eichmann. And oh. it had some bad Zionist politics that I couldn't get on board with. But I did see it twice because Nick Kroll looked really good in his high yeah. pants. <laughs> like, look, the, I rewatched Kroll show recently, and I was oh. like, I kind of am attracted to him a lot of the time in this show. Yeah. And that was a surprise. Oh, he, yeah, I find him very sexy. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, yeah, which, you know, I, I hate that I associate him so closely with Big Mouth, a show that is yeah, so not sexy to me. I'm just like, <laughs> it's just so not sexy. Yeah, I don't want to think about the little, like, animated little boy penis. Like, no, I, <laughs> I want to think about grown up it. Nick Kroll in so, loving high pants. <laughs> yeah, you know what he needs? You know what he needs? He needs mm. his drive role, he needs his dark. Uh, yes. he needs his time to do that he just hasn't found his jacket but he once he does his jacket, you know i don't think his is denim his hotness is not a midwest hotness not at all <laughs> his is a my dad is a you know father baron who owns an oil <laughs> mine or whatever yeah <laughs> an oil uh, mine, yeah <laughs> yeah but like i think his would be a leather jacket like yeah oh yeah i'm i'm feeling this he very needs, much. like his new jersey greaser role or whatever <laughs> Yes. Perfect. Oh my God. Well, Ashley, this was so fun. I had such a blast talking with you. Um, yeah. Would you like to tell all the listeners where they can find you and if you have anything coming up that they should look out for? Yeah. If you love TV and want to hear me talk about it, uh, listen to my podcast, TV I Say with Ashley Ray. I interview your favorite actors, writers uh, about all the TV they love. It's a lot of fun, especially now with all of us on strike. Uh, we're talking about being on strike and what it's like. Lots of fun things. So, you know, give that a listen. And then you can follow me anywhere at The Ashley Ray. Uh, and I have a comedy album coming out this fall called Ice Cream Money. So keep an eye out for that. Very exciting stuff. And you guys can follow us uh, on Twitter and Instagram at Everyone is Hot Pod. That's uh, one as in numeral one, not O-N-E. Everyone is Hot Pod. And thank you again, Ashley. What a delight. What a blast. And for everyone out there, please stay horny. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 